Sometimes people speak truth. They get relaxed. They're grooving. They're in flow. And the truth just seeps out of them. This happened this weekend. A media darling who's apparently called a renowned atheist. How do you get renowned at saying God doesn't exist in clever ways? (laughs) That's a funny phrase. He spoke truth. He bragged about helping to rig the election. He said he'd do it again. And we're going to contrast him and compare him with the new Mitt Romney. There's a brand new Mitt Romney. No, it's not even Mitt. It's not even Mitt's body. The Mockingbird Media has invented a new Mitt Romney. They're going to try to install this person as the GOP nominee. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Doing a little bit of a ad hoc sponsorship here, or partner announcements. I'm going to be introducing a friend of mine at a speech in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho on September 8th. There's a link at the ToddHermanShow.com under speeches or appearances. I forget what we call it. It's at the top of the page. This is uh, just full disclosure. This is for my church. Uh, further disclosure, I'm on the board of the ministry that put this together. It's a very cool event. My friend's name is uh, uh, Joel Stewart. He is a retired senior sergeant in Green Beret. And Joel teaches people how to survive when the helicopter went down, the communication system is blowed up, and the Taliban is on your tail. That's what he's done for a long time um, as a Green Beret. And he's going to compare the mindset and actions and teachings uh, on how to act that way in the coming attack on free enterprise. I have a table for the Todd Herman show I've purchased. And first six people to get in and come to the event, you're going to sit with me at this table. So just go to the ToddHermanShow.com. And I can't wait for you to hear this speech uh, from retired Senior Sergeant Joel Stewart. Super humble man. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. So go to the ToddHermanShow.com. Hey, thanks for all the uh, concern after I was, when I was gone for a couple of days. I did announce it. Uh, maybe not enough. But people were afraid. <laughs> and I get it. People were afraid I'd been canceled. And I get it. I actually really appreciate you guys praying that I've not been canceled because good, goodness knows um, there's, some, there's a, a plenty of people who want to see that happen. But no, I've not been canceled. But I did get to watch and load up for this over the weekend. And I got a bunch of notes from people saying, man, you're pretty active on, on Twitter and on social media for a guy who's, quote, taking a break. And I got to tell you, unless I am completely off grid, which uh, with the, the great gifts of some friends of ours, we're going to do later this, uh, this summer, we're going to go completely off grid, shut down entirely. Uh, there's no rest. Everything is show prep. I remember Rush, God rest him, talking about this. And I now understand what he means, that everything, every interaction in times like these is show prep. Every time I see a masked person 
um, in North Idaho. And, and I, I noticed people are kind, people don't do anything, but every time I can, I can predict out of a, you know, out of a parking lot filled with, let's say a hundred cars, I can pick instantly the car that person's going to be driving instantly. It's show prep. Every time I listen to news coverage uh, about the, uh, the, the so-called pandemic, it's show prep. It's so hard to get away from. But man, this was a gift. There's a guy named Sam Harris who is referred to somehow people, he's gained the title of renowned atheist. I don't know how you become renowned at saying God doesn't exist. That's pretty easy to say. Um, in, in Wikipedia, which of course is going to be kind to him because he's a leftist, it says he's a philosopher and a podcast host, and he works on rationality, religions, ethics, 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 free will, neuroscience, psychedelics, free will, ethics. Wow. Wow. He's debated many prominent figures on the topic of God or religion, including William Lane Craig, Jordan Peterson, Rick Warren. Well, at least he's willing to debate. Give him that. And it seems it was in that setting that he was talking to some people who may disagree with him politically that he got relaxed. And I want to give him credit. This is a man very truthfully speaking about what he considers his role as our better, as part of the Acela class. Uh, to rig elections. He says it outright. I mean, Hunter Biden, at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have had, had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared, right? It's like, it's, there's nothing. First of all, it's Hunter Biden, right? It's not, it's like, it's not Joe Biden. But even if Joe, like even the, whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, like if, you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right? Or China. It is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in. It's like, it's like, it's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like, there's just, it doesn't even, it doesn't even stack up against Trump University, right? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in, in Hunter Biden's laptop, in my view, right? Now that's not, that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the, you know, the New York Post's Twitter account. Like that, that's a, just a conspiracy, that's a left-wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely it was, absolutely, right? But I think it was warranted, right? And, I'm, and again, it's a coin toss as to whether or not- Sam, I'm sorry. That particular piece I'm, I'm is, really yeah. sorry. I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, yeah. on, but you've just oh, said yeah. something I really struggle with it. there, which is the you kid, support- the, kid, the, kid, the kids in the basement? You, no, no, <laughs> the kids in the basement. I'm interested yeah. in democracy. You're saying you are content with a left-wing conspiracy to prevent somebody being democratically reelected as president. Well, no, I'm, I'm content. Well, so it's, but the thing is, it's just not left wing, right? So Liz Cheney is not left wing, right? Liz Cheney You're is doing everything in her power. conspiracy to prevent somebody no, being democratically it's not like a, No, but there's nothing, conspiracy, it's not, it, it was a conspiracy out in the open. It does, but it doesn't matter if it was, a, it doesn't matter what part's conspiracy, what part's out in the open. I mean, I think it's like, if people get together and talk and talk about what should we do with, about this phenomenon, you know, if, if it's like, if there, if there was an asteroid hurtling toward earth, and, and we got in a room together 
with all of our friends and had a conversation about what we could do to deflect its course, right? Is that a conspiracy? You know, like some of So at the core of this guy's belief and, and his screeds against people of faith and religion, as he calls it, is that he, he finds it to be anti-scientific to claim to know things you don't know, which is at the core, he says, of religion, is claiming to know things you don't know. That man knows the greater good for all of us is to have a group of people who all live and work within a quick 15-minute drive from one another. Well, they don't drive in New York City, but a quick 30, 45-minute walk at most of each other deciding what people see. And this is in an era where parents demanding that, that pure pornography not be on the bookshelves at school for their six-year-olds, they're called book burners. They're called book banners. And this guy who, who is a fan of continuing to have a monopoly ban information from voters that is known, everybody knows it, in order to swing an election to a figurehead, which he conveniently now divorces. He conveniently divorces from the guy that Hunter Biden was giving 10% to. And the results of this, it's an extraordinary piece of audio. And he since tried to backpedal this and, and tried to walk it back. But what he says is a direct mirror of what was written in the single most important so-called mainstream media, that is Mockingbird Media uh, write-up of the election, the Time Magazine piece, The Sacred History of the Shadow Campaign that, quote, saved the 2020 election. He admits it. So he's example one. And there's so much. I mean, I could do an entire show on, on, on that quote from that man. He, he specializes in ethics. So lying is ethical. Lying to an entire population is ethical. Rigging elections because you know in your great stellar mind that that's the right outcome far better than all the other people combined. Somehow that doesn't violate your key concern about religion. You have a religion, but your religion is you. Your faith is you. Your faith is in your towering monstrously huge intellect. Contrast that to Liz Cheney. And I've had a couple of listeners say, please don't make Liz Cheney focus. She's not a focus of the show. Liz Cheney is a symptom. Liz Cheney is like the lust child of Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi. Liz Cheney exists as Liz Cheney because of D.C., she has what she has because of D.C. She is in Congress because of D.C. She'll not need work ever in her life in any real sense because of D.C. It is impossible for her to have any concept that the, that the party isn't the loving, caring, warm mother suckling us all on the teat of, of human kindness. That's, that's, that's her perspective. The party is goodness. The party is light. 
the party is what, and truly what Liz Cheney is about is that the, the party keeps the rabble out of her business. And that was what was so disturbing to her about January 6th was that the rabble came to her. It didn't disturb her when the rabble was another rabble and was, you know, attempting to murder federal officers in Portland's night after night. I don't need to go back to that whole thing. That doesn't concern her because it's not her. It's not a rabble she concerns herself with. And, it, and because it's not her, her, her religion, the religion of the party. So this is Liz Cheney. She was on with Jonathan Carl from ABC, who has announced that she is the new Teddy Roosevelt. By the way, if, <laughs> if you've ever read, if you've ever read the details about Teddy Roosevelt and the, the, the product that became Teddy Roosevelt and the lies that were Teddy Roosevelt, um, I have some great, great news for Liz Cheney. Um, he's actually more right than he knows, Jonathan Carl, because he, he doesn't know the full thing about uh, Teddy Roosevelt. You told me a little over a year ago uh, that you didn't think Donald Trump could win the Republican nomination again. You said there are millions and millions of Republicans that wouldn't let that happen. Do you, do you still believe that? Yeah, I think I think we have to make sure that he is not our nominee. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe that there's, there are millions of Republicans out there independents and Democrats as well. And I think that, you know, I believe in Republican policies. I believe if you think about where the country needs to go, what's best for our nation. I believe in a strong national defense, certainly. That's why we're going into Ukraine. A strong national defense. That's we're going into Ukraine. And Russia has so-called temporarily turned off the gas flow to Germany. Germany's panicking. Uh, Russia is getting higher prices for their oil than they ever have. The, but that's, yeah, that's the strong national defense. And that's why Liz Cheney was all over General White Rage for teaching critical race theory and shoving it down the, 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 the throats of troops, except she wasn't. That's why she's all over the Pentagon for pretending men are women and forcing the, the troops to pretend men are women and women are men, except she's not all over that. So she believes in all these principles, but she does nothing to defend them. Today, more than ever, uh, we need that to confront the threats we face. I believe- Like Ukraine, or probably like Russia, that's our threat. Not China that's buying up, <laughs> that's buying up our secrets. Not China that is quartering the world's supply of fresh water and sand to make silicon. Not China, which is, <laughs> which is collecting as much of our individual DNA as they can after having pledged to become the world's premier uh, purveyor, if, if you will, of chemical weapons. <laughs> um, they're building artificial islands to, to create greater territory around countries they intend to invade. They're multiplying their nuclear weapon usage. It's, it's just remarkable. Even low taxes. I believe in limited government. You don't believe in limited government, Liz. You have created the January 6th commission, which is a star chamber. You've invented for yourself and with the, and with the great help of a party judge, you've invented for, for yourself rights Congress doesn't have. Congress doesn't oversee the activities of everyday Americans. That's not your role. You're not a law enforcement agency. You don't get to, you don't get to sentence people to jail. You don't get to just go around subpoenaing this, you know, individual Americans for actions like this. That's not in your purview. You don't get to go and just demand 
records of any and all relation to Jan 6, but this has all been granted you. You don't believe in limited government. You've had nothing to say about the politically advantageous, deadly, medically useless lockdowns, which will end up, they've already probably done it, killed more people than the COVID flu and will absolutely kill 10 to 12 to maybe 20 times as many people as the COVID flu. You had nothing to say about that. You don't care about limited government. Uh, I believe the family should be the center of our lives. No, you don't. If you believe this family was the center of our lives, you'd be running on a campaign of stopping people from spreading pornography in the schools and separating family through transgender ideology and the lie thereof. You don't think that. You think the family is Washington, D.C. You think the family is the party. Liz, you can speak these words because they're embedded in your mind. You were born with these coming out of your mouth. You were born with these on your tongue because you are born and bred of D.C. Yes, I know that you live in Wyoming. I know that. In our communities. Those are traditional Republican values. Okay, but those are values. Show me action steps. You show me your budget. I'll show you your priorities. What's your budget, Liz? Your budget's been on, on, on mildly less confiscatory tax rates. That's what you've spent your budget on. If you think of your budget as your time and your office, that's what you spent your time on. In the past two years, your budget has been all about a star chamber committee that is, that's, that's wildly at the very least extra constitutional, if not unconstitutional. I believe that's what we need going into the future. We have no chance at winning elections if we are in a position where our party has uh, abandoned principle and abandoned value and abandoned fundamental fidelity to the Constitution in order to embrace a cult of personality. Okay, I, I have this concern as well. This is why I don't listen to presidential speeches. I don't watch presidential speeches. I've never been to a presidential rally. Not true. My mom took me to a Jimmy Carter speech. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's not, it wasn't much of a rally. At the time, I was a little kid. I thought, and I was just saying, why is everyone mean to President Carter? Why are they mean to him? So I don't attend rallies. I don't. I've I've spoken at two political rallies because I was very sympathetic to the candidates. I've never been to one. I will never go to a presidential rally. I will never sit around and watch presidential speeches. I watch what they do. So I get you on the concern about cult of personality, but you didn't say that about Obama. You don't say that about Black Lives Matter Incorporated, which is a cult of personalities. It's, see, Liz, these words just mean nothing if they're not acted upon. And yet, because of the enclave from where you hold forth, you're unable to understand that we hear your words, Liz. We hear them. We understand the words. I know you don't think that we can understand great big words like threat. But we do. But we also understand that coming from you, this is meaningless spreading. This is like, well, what kind of toast are we having, Dad? Vaseline? What? Vaseline toast. There's, wait, that's not food. Well, it looks like butter. No, Dad, it doesn't. It doesn't look like, well, it does if you add yellow to it. And I think that's really dangerous for a whole bunch of reasons. But is the threat Trump or is it bigger than Trump? I mean, you could argue that Trumpism in terms of the election. Okay, so, so if you've never said the word Obamianism, you don't get to say Trumpism. <laughs> Sorry, 
when you had a guy run saying uh, th- 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 this is a time that the uh, the ocean tides uh, will begin to recede and and the earth will begin to heal uh, and uh, and and from the sky uh, a promise of of the new life giver will come. That's that's if you've never if you've never used the phrase <laughs> the phrase Obamanism or Obamism. You don't get to use the phrase Trumpism, Johnny Carl. Denying and all of that is, has taken over the party. Donald Trump is certainly the, the center uh, of the threat, mm-hmm. but election denial, denying the fundamental um, function and principle, you know, the, the, what is it, the center of our... Did you just get, I mean, the contrast and compare. Sam Harris brags about rigging the election. Liz Cheney calls it uh, election denial. No, Liz, we don't deny that there was an election. We do not trust the process of the results. Of our constitutional republic is dangerous, broadly speaking. And and he is certainly leading that effort and leading that movement. And he... Okay, he also- wait a minute, stop. I don't have a leader other than Jesus Christ. I, I don't have any political leaders. I have never met a political leader. I've never encountered a politician and said, that's my leader. I've never done that. I look at them and say, they're my employee. And they're our common employee and they work for us in common. But yes, this great believer in limited governance and this great, great Wyomingan says that we are all, we're all just sold into the cult of personality that Donald Trump leads us around. Also, because... Because we know precisely what he will do because he has done it, you know, uh, sending an armed mob here to the Capitol uh, to try to overturn the results of an election. uh, There's just simply no way that the nation can, in my view, sustain itself if we um, excuse that and put him in a position of power again. You sit on the Jan 6 committee with your dear, dear friend, Nancy Pelosi, who said, I don't know why there aren't protests in the streets. Maybe there will be. And, and there were. And there were cops murdered. Lots of them, Liz. Empty words. Vaseline toast. You're the Vaseline toast of politics. Oh, speaking of Hunter Biden, get, get, get ready to memorize this phrase. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. Weird weekend for me um, because I kind of took a little bit of a tiny break, a little tiny bit of a tiny break and, and didn't record shows, but kept reading. My activity level was whack. And there were days where I was doing almost nothing, which is very rare for me. Um, almost nothing being like a 20 minute gym hit. And there were other days where I probably did too much. Um, and my activity level was spiked and, and whack uh, in the other direction. So in that bit of weirdness, how do you maintain sort of your focus on nutrition? Because, you know, I've committed myself to the same protocol that my wife's been using and loved ones and you have, uh, which is the soda protocol. And where I'm at, I weighed in this morning, it's about now five pounds of unwanted fat gone. And it's just refocusing. So I have two and a half, I have two and a half left to go, but how do you do that? Well, prior to losing, I didn't lose it. I didn't misplace it. Dropping 150 pounds of unwanted fat. And incidentally, having this weekend tried to clean and jerk 150 pound sandbag with minimal success. That's a lot of weight. 
That's it's hey, a hundred and fifty pound barbell is nothing in a deadlift. Sandbags are hard. So after having lost that, I learned how to calibrate weekend days like this. I was talking to someone this weekend. Yeah, and my loved one, I had dinner with her. Um, very close relative. She was concerned about the soda plan because she ate a little bit of birthday cake. And I told her, hey, you know what? They can teach you tricks. Call your nutritionist. Guys, when you're working with soda, it's not just that they send you food and you do a once a week phone call. You weigh in. It's not just the cooking classes and the, the, the meditation tapes. It's, I mean, that's all fantastic. But there's also advice. Phone call away. Hey, my daughter's having a birthday party. It's a big one. It's the big two one. Can I have a piece of cake? How do I do that? Without getting completely thrown off. These are all knowable methods. I know because I've kept 150 pounds off with, again, I so went up about seven pounds. It's going to be gone next week. And by the way, the birthday kick thing, that's not a forever ban. It's about getting your body to a set point where it says, oh, okay, I weigh 183, not 293. Once you're at that set point, they'll show you how to stay there. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. It stands for state of the art because they are sodaweightloss.com. So the the tale of of two stories, you have Liz Cheney saying it is un-American to question the election. You have Sam Harris saying, oh yeah, absolutely we'll bring the election. (laughs) Come on, we did it right in the open. He said it was a conspiracy out in the open. And then he defended the lying and the hiding of information. And then you have Liz Cheney saying, election denialism. Cult of personality. And incidentally, I, I know that Joe Biden doesn't have a personality. He doesn't. So you can have an anti-personality cult. That's what they've done with Orange Man Bad. It's the same thing in reverse. President Trump sometimes says things that make me uniquely uncomfortable. The Billy Bush tape really bothered me. Really bothered me. And President Trump says some things that really give me deep, deep, deep confidence in him. But the cult of anti-personality is what she's engaged in. There's only one. There's only the negative. And it's the same thing in reverse. Hunter Biden. This guy, Sam Harris, says, well, but that was all about uh, Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden. So, of course, yeah, rigging the election because of Hunter Biden, that's okay. It turns out that in 2015, Hunter's partners lobbied the State Department to publicly approve a partnership between the Chinese People's Association for Friendship. That sounds like a nice group. Oh, I bet they let the Uyghurs keep their left kidneys. That's friendship. The Chinese People's Association for Friendship with Foreign Countries and State Legislative Leaders for um, Foundation, a nonprofit group that hosts forums of state legislatures and corporate leaders. Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Now, if this was actually the Chinese people, that would be one thing, but nothing comes out of China that's not approved by the Chinese Communist Party. Hunter's team portrayed the initiative as a boon for U.S.-Chinese relations, but the emails showed they hoped the U.S. government's recognition of the partnership would help the foundation establish an office in Beijing. It's not clear why the partnership or the Obama administration's blessing of it would have helped Hunter Biden's business prospects. It's not clear? No, it is clear. What is clear that he and his colleagues believed it would, um, it, it, it would. Biden associate James Bolger wrote in July 17, 2015 email that the Beijing office would be a great business driver. 
for a joint venture they sought with Harvard Fund Management, a Chinese investment firm. <laughs> oh, led by a guy rumored to be part of the Chinese Communist Party. If you're not a supporter of the Communist Party of China, then you don't get to do business at that level. <laughs> And the big money line in all this, whatever you need, how Hunter Biden helped the CCP's premier influence group gain a foothold in the U.S., whatever you need. You need to get in 10, 15 times and see the big guy. I can make that happen, but I'm going to need some extra meth. But yeah, Sam Harris. No, it's Hunter Biden. It's not Joe Biden. Liz Cheney. Election denial is the big threat, not the Chinese Communist Party buying up our farmland, not the figurehead selling China a good portion of our strategic oil reserves, even though China is in good with Russia and is not going to get cut off anytime soon. That's the big threat. Not, not the crumbling of the education system, turning our kids into racist, angry, drug-addicted little sex spots. That's not the threat. It's questioning a questionable election. That's the threat. Fortunately, there are people who are, in fact, fighting for election integrity. We'll talk about that. Does it give you comfort? I mean, honestly, I'm asking. When we, when we consult the Bible on this, I hope so. Because the prophets have been proven right. It is astonishing how right Isaiah was so far ahead of events in, in the book of Daniel, thousands of years ahead of events. It's remarkable how spot on they were. It's remarkable how much of the, 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 the Bible is really a book about the coming of Jesus. It is just remarkable. It gives me comfort because that means to me, the boss knows where we're going. The king knows exactly where we're going. That to us, this can be frightening and scary and enraging, and it is. And if we will just remember that the boat, when we're in the boat and there's the storm around us, we have Jesus in the boat. And anytime he wants to, he'll say, calm down. Anytime he wants to, be calm and it will. Quiet, he'll say, and it will happen anytime he wants to. So looking at the show, I was consulting Jeremiah 22, verses 13 through 14. Woe to him who builds up his house without righteousness in his upper rooms without justice, who uses his neighbor's services without pay and does not give him wages. Well, let's parse this to the modern era. Woe to him who builds his house without righteousness. DC has no righteousness. The FBI has no righteousness. The CDC has no righteousness. The Mockingbird media has no righteousness and his upper rooms without justice. Well, as we know, justice is one-sided in D.C. If you're a member of the party, you get, uh, you get favors. If you're not a member of the party, you get what they call justice, which is punishment in, many, in all too many cases. Who uses his neighbor's services without pay? Okay, well, borrowing three out of every 10 cents that we spend is using our services without proper pay. Um, driving us into record levels of debt that Liz Cheney's beloved party has done, $300 trillion, that's, that's without pay. And does not give him his wages, lockdowns, subsistence wages, 40% of small businesses destroyed, who says, I will build myself a roomy house with spacious upper rooms and um, cut out its windows, paneling it with cedar and painting it bright red. Cedar was hard to come by, in Israel and bright red paint was very expensive and very hard to come by. So it bespoke great wealth. It, it is describing Georgetown 
It's describing um, the out the 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 river across from Washington D.C., Maryland. It's describing some of the suburbs of Virginia around the Beltway. It's describing all of that. And you don't need to do anything other than walk uh, 15 minutes into Southeast in D.C. to see the reverse of this, to see the people who live under the system, not in it. That's where the shootings occur and the murders occur and the rapes occur. But the great, great, great capital is completely protected. And that's how Liz can panic because, wow, the rabble made it here. And that's how Sam Harris can justify his actions, or at least the actions of his colleagues, to rig the election by rigging the information people get, which is, by the way, a form of lying and thou shalt not. And we could make it as biblical as we please because there's no such thing as a secular world. There's just isn't. If God made it all and he did, show me this, show me the secular part. I'm not seeing it. Uh, we uh, last week, uh, it was Thursday that Zach did his free live webinar and often he'll spend a couple hours in these because he always likes to get the information across and then spend a good amount of time answering questions for people. Man, do I have questions this week for Zach Abraham. I'll be on with this Friday. Uh, I am so, so curious about the process of refilling the strategic oil reserves at the high rates that we're going to pay now with what the Biden people have done and the people who run Joe Biden. I'm curious Zach's thoughts on the shutting down of Russia saying to Germany, yeah, well, we'll turn off the oil for a little bit, turn off the natural gas for a little, little bit, just a little bit. And the utter panic of Germany. We are so intermingled. We're so interconnected. And it was our founders who warned us about getting too close and too entangled with other nations. And here we are economically entangled with the Chinese Communist Party. So much to talk about this week with him. And he's not the guy who knows this all. He's very clear about that. Bulwark Capital Management Chief Investment Officer. And this is admirable. Though he comes on with us an hour a week, though he answers my questions and we talk back and forth, you'll just hear Zach consistently say, well, this team member informed me of this. Or my macroeconomics guy or my quants tell me this. And he didn't always have quants. He didn't always have macroeconomic guys. He and his wife built bulwark capital management up by treating it like stewarding people's money. And in my judgment, that's why it's so successful. Their focus is absolutely on one thing, risk management. Well, why? Well, because it's what he thinks is important for people who are five to 10 years from retirement because a tiny hit can change your retirement plans. A big hit can obliterate it. That's when you have to be particularly careful. That's why they hedge upon hedge. That's why they'll answer your questions. And that's why if you are five to 10 years out from retirement, you have anything to do with that old 60-40 stock bond mix, or you don't know what risk means or risk management, please get in touch with Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Board Capital Management and Investment Advisor Representative, Trek Financial LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. So we have Liz Cheney. We have Sam Harris admits what they're doing. He's very gleeful about what they're doing. And then we have the Department of Homeland Security, or better yet, the, it's, it's more accurately the Border Patrol. Now, remember Liz Cheney's words. She believes in the, in the constitutional republic. She believes families are at the center. She believes in low taxes. 
That's why she is saying nothing about the Mexican drug and human traffic cartels and Honduran and Russian uh, human trafficking cartels taking little kids across the river into the United States to put a weight upon all of the social systems that we have here, schools, hospitals, welfare, et cetera, which you cannot possibly maintain low taxes. They're being brought in to vote and everybody knows that we all know that they're going to make a massive attempt to legalize these people all at once or smarter across time. Well, it's just, it's just municipal elections. They're just voting for school boards, even though they're here illegally. But Liz Cheney, she believes in all those things but she'll say nothing about this. Sam Harris says, well, it's just rigging information. You tell me this is not rigging the country. Um, this is from Fox News, extraordinary thing happening on someone's private property. This is the first time we had ever seen this. The Texas National Guard closed and locked a gate on this property. It's a major crossing area, and they blocked the illegal immigrants from being able to come into this property. It's private property. The owner allows the National Guard and Border Patrol to work here. But you can see illegal immigrants started showing up. They weren't let in. They expected to be let in, and they were surprised they couldn't get in. Here's what happened, though. Take a look at this video. Border Patrol showed up. A supervisor came with a key, opened up that gate, and let all of those illegal immigrants in, symbolic of the way the state of Texas handles things versus the way the federal government handles things right now. And then lastly, we'll show you this major fentanyl bus out of Nogales, Arizona. CBP at the port of entry there seizing 108,000 fentanyl pills hidden in a smuggler's vehicle, as well as more than 20 pounds of meth. And back out. Now, that's not an insurrection. Just does everybody remember the Border Patrol opening up the gates like the Capitol Hill Police opened up the Capitol. That's not an insurrection. And of course, the Border Patrol has every right in the world to to cooperate with criminal illegal immigrants or illegal immigrants who many of whom may well be criminals. It's a criminal act to come into the country. Oh, it's not? You're saying it's not a criminal act to come into the country? Of course it's a criminal act to come into the country. You recommended family separation. I recommend a zero tolerance. Which includes family separation. The same as is whenever a U.S. citizen parent gets arrested. When I can't wait to play the rest of that next hour. Of course it is. Comparisons? They're right there. See, that's far away from Liz Cheney. That's far away from Wyoming. That's far away from one of her, you know, ranches. That's far away from her beautiful home in Washington, D.C., with spacious upper rooms and cutout windows and paneling of cedar and painted red. I don't know what her bedroom looks like. I'm just guessing. Mika, two, verse one, woe to those who scheme inequity, who work out evil on their beds. When morning comes, they do it for it's in the power of their hands. That's federal law enforcement breaking federal law. That's federal law enforcement officers allowing people to break into the country, not break in, walk in. But yes, 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 cult of personality. That's the big concern. Yes, yes, yes. Questioning the elections. Obviously, that's what will bring us down is you cannot question the elections, even if they're questionable. Even if they stink to high heaven, you can't go around questioning things. If you see something, never say anything, except if your name is DeSantis. Ron. This guy is getting it done legislatively. This guy is getting it done in smarts earned media. That's a beltway phrase. They're producing these little clips of his press appearances. They're legislative in nature. That's never just words. Liz Cheney is just words. 
Ron DeSantis speaks of action steps. The party is trying to make Liz Cheney the nominee, at least the media portion of the party, for the, quote, GOP. They're trying to vilify this guy up to and including saying that, that, that Florida is where free speech goes to die. Because, of course, adults saying kids don't get to check those books out at the library, that's book banning. Even though the kids can go home and buy it on Amazon.com, they can ask their friends to give them copies, they can go pick them up at bookstores to the degree that bookstores exist. That's not banning. That's guiding. Ron DeSantis had a lot to say about election fraud. He gave a press conference to a bunch of people with guns and badges behind him. In the last two legislative sessions, uh, we've done more on election integrity than any state in the country. Uh, we've done things like make ballot harvesting a felony offense in the state of Florida. Uh, we have said that you cannot just send out mass ballots without the voter uh, requesting an absentee ballot. We've said that for absentee ballot requests, there needs to be an identification. Just like if you go into the polling place, you have to show an ID to vote in person. We want to make sure that absentee ballot is actually going to the voter who's requesting it. Uh, we made sure that there are enforceable penalties on counties if they don't clean their voter rolls every year. And so that's something that we had a, a lot of interest in doing. And then you know, one of the most important things we did was ban Zuckerbucks in the state of Florida. So you have. So the Dropboxes and the Zuckerbucks, and this is what Zuckerbucks are. This is a clever, soundbitey way to say billionaires purchasing the people who count the votes. And you all know the quote. I don't need to remind you of the Stalin quote about the people who count the votes. But it's not just policy. So it's not just going to be 20 arrests. This is the opening salvo of an office that was just set up on July 1st. So before we had, before I proposed this, and this was my idea, before I proposed this, well, because people weren't getting prosecuted. But before we proposed this, there were just examples of this stuff seeming to fall through the cracks. So this is the opening salvo. This is not the sum total of 2020. Now, I do think we did do a good job. And I've said that the morning after the election. I said, you know, everyone knows the results in Florida. No one knows the results in about a dozen states. And we're all waiting and there's ballot dumps and all this stuff. That's not the way to conduct an election. Ron DeSantis is getting this done. And DeSantis does it, as I say, not with just signaling, but with policy that is so new for Republican governors. It's so new for, I'm trying to think of the other, I mean, I guess Greg Abbott does this, but not like DeSantis. DeSantis is the anti-Cheney. President Trump is also clearly the anti-Cheney. We have a couple of very, very strong people who want to be president. I absolutely believe President Trump wants back into the office, don't you? And I absolutely believe Ron DeSantis wants to be president. One of them can wait. DeSantis has a gig in Florida, and it's a very good one. My prayer, and it's a fervent prayer, is that these two men will sit down and talk about this privately without staff and handlers. And that someone, one of them, has the humility to say, I step down. They're going to try to cancel Trump. They're going to try to make it illegal for him to be president. If they do that, and Liz Cheney, you need to hear this. If you guys succeed 
in making Trump out to be an insurrectionist and you succeed in making it illegal for him to hold high office, you will have made him the most powerful man in the world. I mean it. You will have made Donald Trump the most powerful man in the world. Bar none. Here's why. YouTube has banned Stephen Crowder's interview with with Kerry Lake running for the Senate in the state of Arizona. A federal judge during the Whitman, Whitmer trial, this is the Fed napping, the, the kidnapping hoax, the, the dictator of Michigan, a party member judge gave the defense a 25-minute limit when they, were, when they were interviewing people. But not the prosecutors. Prosecutors could speak as long as they liked. It was applied to two government witnesses who pleaded guilty. The judge throws his entire self behind rigging the outcome of that case with time limits on one side, but not another. If you guys ban Donald Trump, if you make him out to be an insurrectionist, if you block him from running for president or from not running, but from holding high office, you'll make him the most powerful man in the world. Also in the Whitmer trial, the judge, so-called, a party member, said to the jury, you may find the defendants guilty even if it was impossible for them to successfully complete the crime. We're talking here about a couple of entrapped potheads, as Julie Kelly says, one of them living in the basement of a vacuum cleaning store with no bathroom and no running water was going to carry out a plot of extraordinary, excruciating detail and kidnap the dictator of Michigan. No one believes these guys could get that done, so the judge is saying it doesn't matter. Reality doesn't matter. If they make President Trump out to be an insurrectionist and they ban him, they will have made him the most powerful person in the world because the CDC has been unable to hide the fact that they lied about the injections and people are waking up. We now know they knew that there was no, that this was not a novel virus. People are waking up. Dads are calling pharmacists saying, you injected my kid. Now he's in the hospital. I know it's because of the injections. People are now considering at high, high amounts, about 70% of Americans think that the FBI is politically poisoned. 70% of Americans Americans are sick to death of being told, say this pronoun or that pronoun. That's coming out even in normies. People are beginning to see this and say it. I'm not going to play that game. There is a massive tide that is turning. And glory goes to God. He's shown us. So if you succeed, Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell, who wants this, in making Trump out to be an insurrectionist, in making it impossible legally for him to hold high office, he will be the biggest and most powerful figure in politics in the world because he will be the one you told us we can't have. And when he has that position, he will make kings. 
because it will be final. It will be final. You will have said free and fair elections unless it frightens us. That's what you will have said. And we will have watched you not be frightened by Black Lives Matter Incorporated or Antifa or the Chinese Communist Party or Joe Biden's dementia. Careful what you embrace. Careful what you believe. And remember this, you can't serve two masters. Liz Cheney's belief that there's that we are just led around by Donald Trump as if he is God goes to the core separation between she and us. We recognize ain't nobody in D.C. willing to do the work that Donald Trump was willing to do. She can't get it because to her mind, D.C. is a beautiful, warm mother's breast of delicious, nutritious milk for Liz. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be thankful that God has revealed this stuff to us.